0: hello hello and welcome to the business of personal brand photography my name is Paula Brennan and I'm so delighted that you decided to join in and listen to this podcast today because I think this might be one that hits you somewhere at certain times in our life all of us get a little bit shook and we get a little bit rocky in our decision making and so today what i really wanted to kind of focus in on is way a way to help to get yourself feeling confident. Now I don't necessarily just want to talk about this from a work context although this is a business podcast so I'm definitely going to be delving into that but I think that what I'm going to talk about we can definitely apply to other areas of our life. You know whether it be making big decisions, whether it be having difficult conversations, whether it be just simply showing up and turning up to meet people or to to be in life. I think that If your confidence is rocked, then it can seriously derail you from living your life. And I believe that this is the only life that we've got right now. This is, you know, this is it. This is you're living it right now. And, you know, as much as I talk a lot about business, really what I want to help everybody to do is to build a business that absolutely serves Their life. And I I had a a little bit of an incident come up for me recently that sort of really honed in on this for me. So let me tell you, my daughter is is 16. She's learning to drive. Hello to all the mothers and fathers out there who are going through the same thing or have been through it before. Um, It is quite nerve wracking. And yes, I do definitely hold the ceiling a lot and I have my foot on the accelerator. But it was really funny because just before she turned 16 in Australia, you have to go and do an online test. And it the test it's sort of like a little mini course and it takes you about four or five hours to go through they have to answer questions as they're going through and then at the end there's sort of like a big test but the good thing about it is that they don't have to sit down and do all of it at once so they can sort of like accumulate the lessons and then you know towards the end they can do that test and then they they automatically get their license and I expected her to be really keen that right on her 16th birthday she'd want to be able to get a license but it, it wasn't actually that way. She kind of like fussed around a little bit. She plumorced. She let it go another couple of weeks. And then I was sort of like, I keep asking her and she'd be like, oh, no, mum, I'm just I'm just not quite ready. Yeah, I'm just I'm not really there. And and I couldn't understand the hesitation. Like for me, when I was her age, I just wanted to get into my car. I wanted to get freedom. I wanted to get on the road and I wanted to be able to drive. But for her, it was different there was something there, there was there was an element that was kind of holding her back. And I know, look, in all fairness, it was only probably weeks that this went on for, but it felt like months for me because I'd been like anticipating this moment of her learning to drive and all of that kind of thing. So I think maybe it was a bigger moment even for me than it was for her, but she really did kind of like lack the confidence in herself to be able to maybe take the test, the final test, she pushed off for ages. And then once she did get her license, she actually didn't want to get in the car. It was really interesting. I was like, what, like, this is so weird. She's not really wanting to get in. There was a few things that kind of held her back and then something really funny happened. So we had a friend buying a new car and they were selling their little car, just a little little runaround kind of car and only literally hours before we were walking through the shops, me and my daughter and I said, oh, wouldn't it be great if they want to sell their car secondhand and maybe you can pick it up. And sure enough, like literally within half an hour, an hour of us having that conversation, walking through the shop still, we get a call from my friend who's like, oh, I've just bought a new car. Would you guys like to buy my car at all for for Aria? And I was like, oh my gosh, this is kismet, (laughs) synchronicity plus. But yeah, so I was like, oh, that sounds great. And then all of a sudden, her energy started to shift and change because she knew the car she knew the car quite well and so it got to a stage where we ended up buying the car but she couldn't actually drive it because we needed to get a couple of things fixed on it before she was allowed to drive and before we could get it insured for her but what she did do is she used to go out there and have a look at the car and she started then looking online for little knickknacks that she could put into the car and and I would need to clarify this is that she actually has bought the car okay so she's gotten a little bit contributions from family members and things but this is her purchase okay she has bought this car on her own so she's got a different level of ownership over this than she does say over learning to drive in my car and so she's been going online she's you know figuring out all of these little whiz bang things and little accessories and stickers that she can put on the car but it it wasn't until the car was actually sitting out the front that she actually started to get the motivation to be able to want to get on the road. Yeah. So by having the car sitting there and looking at her, literally her bedroom window looks over where her car was parked. So she had complete focus and complete clarity on what it was that she wanted. She wanted to drive her own car. Now she has not only accrued the confidence because she has clarity on what she wanted, but she's also pushed past a lot of the blocks that she had around jumping in the car. And like this story is so recent guys, like she's literally only been driving. I think she's amassed a total of about maybe six or seven hours of driving on the road. In Australia, she has to get a hundred before she can get moved to the next stage and get her P-plates, they're called here in Australia. So, and that's where she'll be able to drive on her own. But she's gone from being so like when she jumped into my car and she tried to like do a driving lesson, she completely freaked out. She wouldn't have a bar of it. However, when it was her car and when she was motivated and she knew exactly what she wanted, which was to learn to drive her car everything absolutely changed. Now this morning, she's gone off to work because she's on school holidays, so she's got a part-time job so she can pay for her car. And so she's gone off to work this morning at seven o'clock. Obviously, mum has to drive with her, so I'm in the passenger seat. And I can't tell you in such a short amount of time, we're talking weeks, not months, how her confidence has shifted. And I believe that this is slowly because she had the absolute focus and clarity on what she wanted. Now, I have to say, when I look back over my career at different shifts and changes that have happened, I know that when I first started weddings, the exact same thing happened to me when I was in that first kind of year or two of shooting weddings. Let's be honest here, I really didn't believe that I was any good. My dad was a photographer before me, so I had this really high bar set of what I wanted my work to look like immediately. Hello, no social media back then, but I'm sure you can all like totally relate to this feeling when you're looking at what somebody else is doing and thinking that your work isn't as good. Like I had absolutely no confidence really in myself to deliver the results at all. But what I did have was a clear vision that I wanted to make sure that the bride and groom had the best experience that they possibly could on their day. That was always kind of like top notch for me in my wedding career, that the bride and groom had a bet had like had a great day. Like I would literally shield them from any drama that I could, anything that I could see that was happening on the sidelines around them. I tried to make those things disappear and try and even take care of some things in in some ways. I was always getting them drinks. I was always making sure they had food straight after the the ceremony if i could because i knew that you know the bride had been starving all morning and she was probably about to hit hungry as well and i just tried to make the shoot part the part you know that photo shoot part where whenever i was in control of the day i tried to make that as much fun as possible sometimes to your own detriment any wedding photographers out there you know what i'm talking about but i really did try and make it as fun as possible and make sure that they had maximum enjoyment now Although I was definitely not taking award-winning images back then, I know that the intense focus and clarity that I had in order to serve them, to make sure that this couple had a great day, in order to serve them the best that I could, I know that that far outweighed any of those, and I'm going to say probably slight imperfections that I perceived in the technical aspects. You know, like in the lighting and the posing and the framing. The bride and grooms probably weren't even looking at that stuff. That's definitely me, you know. But but sure enough, I, I'm going to say that with that sort of like intense clarity that I had going into every single wedding, into each and every one of those bride and grooms couples relationships. Soon enough, I kind of got to a stage where I was really confident in how I can capture and deliver them, you know, beautiful memories that they had. I became really confident that I could like make sure and manage that they had a great day and that I could make sure that, you know, that I would give them the best experience that I could deliver. Now, I'm going to say caveat here. Sure, I still made mistakes, you know, we all make mistakes, but I didn't let them erode my confidence. And that's that's a huge thing I want to say is I know that I was there to serve them and that was my ultimate thing was to like to give them a great experience and the confidence – shield I will say like because I think it's definitely like an armor that you have like it definitely comes from internal but I definitely think it's something that you grow um it definitely got stronger okay got stronger and stronger as as, as time went on now I know that the same can be said of when I shifted gears into my portrait studio Um, And then when I moved into branding as well, and then when I became an educator and started running courses and, you know, when I moved into having this podcast a year ago, when I look back at all of those stages, I've definitely had the same sort of clear focus. And for me, I've got a very simple, clear focus in my life, and that is to serve people. Okay. I, I want to serve my clients and I, and I want to serve you. So sure. I still get nerves <laughs> a lot of the time when I show up to certain types of shoots, I still get, you know, from time to time, I still get my confidence knocked, right? It, you know, if someone comes to you and tells you that they don't really like a photo that you've taken of them, or they've sort of like critiqued it in any way, sure. My confidence gets a little bit of a shake, but It's then with my sense of clarity that I've got around what my mission is that I can fix the problem. You don't like that photo? Okay, I can reshoot it. Like I wanna serve the person. So I'm very confident in how I go about rectifying issues or rectifying problems now. Because again, only human Things happen, mistakes happen, but how can I serve my clients the best to help them to, to, to overcome this problem? How, you know, and then at some stages, of course, you've got to just, you know, put the box back in the client's corner because sometimes there's some people that you can't always please all of the time, but I can definitely go out of my way to serve them the best that I can. And then I know confidently that I've made the right decision. I've done my best and I can move on and I can close the door to that saga. Yeah. So, I guess really what I wanted to talk about today and what I want to ask you is what areas of your life right now do you think that you perhaps are like lacking confidence in? Because I feel like for a lot of people, what I hear a lot is, you know, they say, oh, when I get the confidence, I'll be able to do this. Or I don't really have the confidence to do that yet. Or I don't really have confidence in that area of my business. So what I want you to ask yourself is, Like what areas are you lacking confidence in right now? So, you know, you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you're sort of teetering on the edge and you're thinking about stepping into personal branding. And I know that if you're currently doing wedding photography, that can really shake your confidence because you might be great over here working with couples and you know how the day flows and all that kind of thing. But sort of sitting and thinking about, you know, going into a completely different genre with a whole different kind of clientele with a completely different language and a different sort of speak, if you will. Um, It can be really intimidating and it can really kind of like make you feel not confident. Um, It could be in having certain conversations with your clients. It might be around money, you know, asking for payment, um, getting, you know, saying out loud your packages. You may not have confidence in those areas or it can be. Simply in the way that you feel, you know, inside of yourself, in the way that you feel like you look or the way that you present to your clients. I mean, I know, let's be honest, we've all suffered from this one from time to time. But what I really would love to see you do, I guess, and maybe the takeaway of this is, is there a way that you can try and reframe your lack of confidence to be able to get a clear picture of what you want out of any situation, okay? Because that way then you can get laser sharp and get laser focused on that. Because if you can start to do that, trust me, the confidence will come. If you know what it is that you wanna achieve, if you know what the outcome is that you'd like to get or the result that you'd like to get, the confidence will come with having that clarity because you'll just knuckle down, you'll just bare knuckle it, you'll do whatever you can to get that outcome. Okay. if you go into any situation a little bit washy, you're not really sure you you're kind of wavering or you just you don't really know what you want to do you've got no focus so anything that comes at you can kind of like derail you from your from whatever you, whatever you think it is that you want to be there for So like I know with all of what I'm saying now you might be like, are but I'm not really sure what I want can I just say to you that I find that sometimes if in situations when I'm you know don't really have a clear picture of what I want the best thing I find is to write down all the things that you don't want yeah because <laughs> then it starts to become very obvious what you don't want and you can start to kind of pluck out then perhaps what you do want from that so write down the list of what you don't want in any given situation. And then you can start to reverse engineer it. And it might be, okay, if I don't want this, what's the opposite of that? You know, for me, I know that when I uh, was, had my portrait business and definitely when I had my wedding business as well, I knew that I didn't want to work weekends. You know, I really didn't want to make work weekends anymore. And then the focus for me really to be able to be the caveat for that like to not work weekends is I wanted to be able to spend more time with my daughter when she was becoming a tween and a teen and so then the confidence to make the decision for me to close my studio became so easy It was such an easy thing for me because in order for me to facilitate that studio, a lot of the shoots that I was doing were on weekends because that's when people were available. So I had to make, you know, in order to have a viable business, I had to work those weekends. But then when, you know, when I sort of was able to reframe it and say, okay, well, I don't want to work weekends because I want to be able to work to, to spend more time with my daughter, as soon as I got really clear on what that was, the confidence in that decision became so easy and literally i'm going to say guys is i didn't toil over that decision it didn't it didn't happen lightly weddings giving up weddings was a really difficult one for me because it was such a huge part of my identity because i did it for so long i was like 15 years doing weddings but i had my studio open for about 7 years and uh, the portrait studio. So I've always had a studio, but this one in particular was like geared specifically towards portraits. And I literally remember having this realization when I dropped off my daughter to school one day, I was like, you're going to be in high school next year. So this was in the November in Australia. This is at the end of our year and at the end of our school year as well. We have our summer holidays in December, January. And when I dropped her off one morning in November, I literally went straight to work. I walked into the office and I told my team, I'm closing the studio. And everybody kind of looked at me and was like, what? And there was no wavering. I didn't second guess myself once I'd made that decision because I had absolute clarity an absolute focus and an intention on what it was that I did want. And then all the steps to unravel the studio, to close it down, to navigate and to move into personal branding full-time just became, you know, really easy for me to master. Look, it wasn't always easy to, like I'm going to say easy to master. It wasn't always easy to manage. The decision um, obviously came with some inherent problems, (laughs) But uh, namely packing down a studio and putting it all into storage for a while. Um, But I have to say that I've never looked back you know, I I don't, you know, I don't regret it. And I think that's what one thing that confidence can help you with too, is to not regret any decisions. Uh, Look, we're all going to make mistakes, but I think if you can go into something with complete confidence, whether it be that sales conversation, whether it be a conversation with your, a difficult conversation with a friend or a partner, whether it can be in going to the gym, whatever it is, once you've got that focus and that clarity. I'm hoping for you that this listening to this podcast will help you to, you know, gain some more confidence in areas where perhaps you've been lacking. So, my friend, if you've enjoyed the podcast today, I would love to hear from you. Um, it would be great for me if you don't mind if you've been listening for a while and you haven't taken the chance to do this. Wherever you're listening, it would be great if you could rate and review. Um, definitely helps other people to find it, and definitely helps me to get in front of more people and spread the good word about personal branding. And if you want to, I'd be love to hear from you. So jump onto Instagram at Paula Brennan. You can uh, send me a DM and. I'll be sure to answer it when I can and that's it for me today I'll look forward to catching up with you next time all right cheers I'll we can take my i put on a tight job.